The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. As you heard in the news headlines there, the trial of Jerry the Monk Hutch has been adjourned today. He is standing trial over the so-called Regency Hotel murder of Davy Byrne a number of years ago. Uh, Paul Williams, the journalist and author of The Monk, The Life and Crimes of Ireland's Most Enigmatic Gang Boss, is with me. Uh, Paul, why was it adjourned? Well, it was adjourned because of very dramatic developments that evolved during the weekend. Or, and we certainly were talking about them last Thursday. Um, uh, when Jonathan Dowdell and his father Patrick decided to are suddenly pleaded guilty to a lesser charge he'd originally been charged with a mur- murder connected to the Regency Hotel attack uh, and they then appeared in court and pleaded guilty under police protection to a lesser charge and basically we were when I was talking to you about this last week we both agreed that this was quite a significant uh, event and certainly something to watch. Well, this morning, everybody was finally put out of their uh, speculative misery in that um, it was announced that uh, Jonathan Dowdall is indeed, and along with his father and his family, have joined a witness protection programme that they are going to be state witnesses and they will testify against Jerry Hutch, the monk, and two other co-accused in relation to the murder of David Byrne, uh, a member of criminal gang from Crumlin. So so it is a very, very uh, significant and dramatic development. Um, this trial was being dubbed before as the criminal trial of the century. It is certainly uh, a very going to be a very historic and seminal uh, episode in the history of organised crime, which has spanned the past fifty years, and certainly in the most one of the most in the life of one of the most colourful criminals uh, and enigmatic criminals uh, that we've ever come across here. Remind us what happened in the Regency Hotel and what it is alleged the role of the monk was in all of that. Well, we don't know the exact details of the role of the monk just yet. Um, of what is alleged against them. But what happened on the 5th of February was that uh, a, a hit team of consisting of five members, five men, three of them dressed as members of the ERU armed with AK-47s. They jumped out of a van. Uh, two other people, a guy called Flat Cap, who is now since dead, um, <clears throat> Kevin Barry, or Ke- Kevin Murray, he was an ex-dissident Republican from Northern Ireland. He and another man, uh, who was dressed up as a woman, uh, came in back door, back door of the hotel, the other three came in the front door. Basically the whole plan was a, a glorified St. Valentine's Day style massacre where they were going to wipe out Daniel Kinahan and the top tier of the so-called Kinahan cartel. Um, it was exceptionally well organised, it was very brutal, it was very spectacular, it was uh, narco-terrorism at its very best or worst. Um, uh, but in the end, they missed their targets and they shot dead David Byrne, who was a member of the of the Byrne crime gang, which is a part of the Kinahill cartel. And he's a brother of David Byrne, the head of that criminal gang who is now uh, living in the UK. Um, so it was, as everybody remembers, a very seminal moment, a very dramatic moment. It went all around the world because our colleagues in the Irish Independent were there and took photographs of this assault taking place. And that investigation then has been going on uh, pretty intensively over the past number of years. One, a nephew of uh, Jared Hutch, Patrick Hutch, uh, or Patsy Jr., he was charged with murder, and but his trial ended, was, was dropped, and Ali Prosecu was entered in two, early 2019 when the case collapsed following the sudden 
Paul Williams uh, back with us. So Paul, uh, you were describing the events uh, as we understand them that happened at the Regency uh, and we wait to find out what it is alleged the role of the monk was in all of that. You literally wrote the book on the monk. So you might tell us a little bit just about him, about where he is from, about his background, his his baptism in the life of crime and how he came to this feud with the Kinnahans. It's very much, that's why I used the title in the book, the, the enigmatic criminal, the quintessential enigmatic criminal. He was, unlike the vast majority of his peers that he grew up with, he was always, he has always shown from his, he grew up in the north inner city in quite impoverished circumstances. He became involved in crime at the age of eight or nine, doing a bit of stealing on the streets. He joined a little gang of young thugs at the way back when he was a young teenager, and they became known as the Bugsy Malone following that iconic TV movie that came out around our movie, a cinematic movie that came out around the time uh, they were in the goal in the early 70s. You, you may recall it yourself, Kieran. I'm sure you watched it when you were a kid. I absolutely did, but, yeah. <laughs> so they went on and they became very much uh, very serious players in, in armed robbery, uh, pulling off three or four of the biggest armed robberies in the history of the state. One of the things that made Hutch so colourful was um, that he has been very much an inscrutable unobtrusive, um, strong, silent type in the gangland. He was always a natural leader, but he kept to himself. He avoided bullying people or or, uh, crossing swords with people. He avoided conflict all his life. He was very pragmatic, very uh, intelligent, uh, had a level of intelligence and lacked the volatility, uh, particularly in the younger criminal class, which means that, you know, he avoided uh, uh, trouble all his life, but also was a man of what you call, in master terms, a man of respect. Somebody that was, was very much feared and respected in that in that field, uh, so that you know people wouldn't cross him, but he wouldn't go out looking for trouble. Thus, that is his reputation. But the extraordinary thing is, Karen, that he 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 went and, and did. First of all, he, he went off and retired, uh, and he went to live in Lanzarote and hung up his boots, so to speak, and. You know, I haven't. I started my career in 1987, as so At the same time, he started his career, I suppose, as a big-time armed robber because he robbed the uh, the, the Marino Mart robbery. It was 1.5 million pounds at the time. This was a huge amount of money. Mm. But like, I really believed he was the one guy that had reached retirement that we would never see the you see again that he would he would keep his head down, go and do it, go off into the sunset because he was too clever for the other stuff. Mm. But it was the sins of the nephews, like Garrett Hutch, which dragged him back in and they're involved in the drug trade that dragged him into all of this. This is why he's sitting in court now. This is why he was in court this morning. Uh, his trial was due to begin and is adjourned. Um, and he, it, it, as a result, his nephew, Gary Hutch, just for a bit of background, he attempted to murder Daniel Kinnan. He was working with Daniel Kinnan, was a close friend of his. Uh, as a result of that, there were negotiations between the Kinnahans and the Hutches, particularly with Gerard Hutch, to say, look, we're not going to murder him as long as such A, B and C is done. They did an agreement, which Hutch leave as a solemn agreement, and Gary Hutch, his life was spared. But then in, in September 2015, they reneged to kill them. Uh, a number of months later, on the New Year's Eve 2015, two hitmen were sent from Dublin to Lanzarote to murder Gary Hutch. And the rest, as they say, is history. It then culminated in the, in the Regency attack, which then sparked off this unprecedented bloodletting, the cycle of bloodshed. Um, in Dublin, particularly unleashed by the Kenhams and the Burns, which led to in, uh, 14 more lives being lost 
Uh, in total, this so-called feud has claimed 18 lives. The vast majority of them, apart from two, were down to the Kinahans. So that is why, that is where we are today. And I suppose in terms of history as well, if, if, you, if you want to compare it to anything else that has happened in gangland history, uh, Kieran, it would be the murder of Lana Kigirn. It was a watershed moment in our history. It happened exactly 20 years earlier. It led to the establishment of the Witness Protection Programme, a protection programme which is now in place to protect the people like Jonathan Dowdall, who is going to basically testify against Gerard Hutching in, 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 um, in the Special Criminal Court. But if you ask me, genuinely, would if somebody had said this to you, say six years ago, Jerry Hutch going to end up in the situation he's in at the moment or somebody was going to kill him, you would be, in the words of Billy Connolly, sent home, uh, not sent to the hospital without the benefit of being allowed home to collect your pyjamas because you would be considered barking, raving mad. Uh, but all of that has been thrown on its head. Uh, and here we are, and the trial, as you said, right at the outset, adjourned today, but uh, due to uh, resume again as early as next week, once the defence, uh, I suppose, get their head and get their strategy around the revelation that Jonathan Dowdall is in witness protection and will be testifying against uh, Jerry Hodge. Paul, thank you very much for talking us through all of that, and I have no doubt we will talk again as soon as that trial uh, gets underway. Paul Williams is a correspondent with the Irish Independent, and he is the author of The Monk, the life and crimes of Ireland's most enigmatic gang boss. Stay with us here on The Hard Shoulder. Lots then to come. We're going to be talking about movie sequels that work, those that don't as well. And after the break, it might be a bit early to suggest there's white smoke, but it seems there might be some signs of progress on the Northern Ireland Protocol. Stay with us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.